this week from GNC Week in Review, powered by Geek News Central. YouTube has a content problem. Sony fixes a problem. Arizona Beverages had a malware problem. Plus, Verizon 5G is here, but only in Chicago and Minneapolis for now. Those are some of the tech news stories from this week, and it's Friday, April 5th. 2019. My name is Kirk Corliss, and it's episode 19 of the GNC Week in Review podcast, part of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode, and please be sure to subscribe to the podcast, where you can find the right-hand side column at gncweekly.com, be it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, your favorite podcast app for Android, or on TuneIn, Spotify, and Stitcher. Get connected with GNCW UIR, be it on social media or email at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. We're going to jump in in the tech news from this week and leading off the news from this week and the video streaming news block is from geeknewscentral.com where Bloomberg posted a detail that focuses on YouTube's content problem. The article includes information from people who used to work at YouTube and or Google. The article points out several of YouTube's missteps regarding content regulation. It points to the problem of videos aimed at children that included explicit content. It notes the videos that are full of misinformation about vacancies, for example. It mentions political, politically motivated videos that appear to be designed appear to be designed by to evoke outrage by calling survivors of mass shootings quote-unquote Christ actors, an example. Motherboard posted an article in which they reported that YouTube has not removed videos that contain quote neo-Nazi and white nationalist, white nationalist propaganda, unquote. It notes that other social media giants have banned or shut down that type of content of what happened in Christchurch, New Zealand. T-Mobile and Viacom announced a content distribution agreement that will bring Viacom channels, including MTV, Nickelodeon, Comedy Central, BET, and Paramount, to T-Mobile's uh, uncarrier TV service. T-Mobile plans to launch its in-home TV offering later this year, and the company is clear about its goal to replace cable. CEO John Leisure said in a statement, quote, TV programming has never been better, but customers are fed up with rising costs, hidden fees, lousy customer service, nonstop BS. If you have Netflix, get ready to pay more. Netflix revealed in January it will increase prices for U.S. users and those in Latin American countries where it charges charges in U.S. dollars. It told many subscribers it told many subscribers this week the hikes will take effect in May though the increases have been rolling out over the last few months. Those who signed up since Netflix announced the increases announced the increases already paying already paying the higher prices. The basic plan is raising is rising, excuse me, from eight dollars to nine dollars, which while the standard package, which offers HD streaming on two devices simultaneously, is jumping from eleven dollars and thirteen dollars. The premium plan, which offers UHD streaming on up to four devices at once, will cost $16 instead of $14. Netflix says it's increasing its prices to help pay for original shows and movies. Shows and movies such as Stranger Things, Our Planet, Black Mirror, and The, Ir- and the Irishman aren't cheap. Netflix is also shelling out for other program- popular programming for its library, including Friends, 
It spent $12 billion in content in 2018, and that figure is expected to rise to $15 billion this year. Arizona Beverages, one of the largest beverage beverage suppliers in the U.S., is recovering from a massive ransom ransomware attack last month. That's where TechCrunch had report has learned. Excuse me. The company famous for its iced tea beverages is still rebuilding its network almost two weeks after attack hit, wiping hundreds of Windows computers and servers and effectively shutting down sales operations for days until the inc- until incident response incident response was called in, according to a person familiar with the matter. More than 200 servers and network computers display the same message, quote, your network was hacked and encrypted. The company's name was in a ransom note, including it indicating a target attack. Notices posted around the office told staff to hand in, hand in their laptops to IT staff. The posters uh, read, quote, do not power on, copy files, or connect to any network. Your laptop may be compromised. It took the company another five days before the company brought in incident responsible Incident responders handle the outbreak. Outbreak, the source said. Many of the backend, many of the backend servers were running old and outdated Windows operating systems that are no longer supported. Most hadn't received patches. Received secure hasn't received. Excuse me. Most hadn't received security patches in years. If I get the words out, I'm sorry. The source said they were quote surprised an attack had hadn't come sooner given the age of the systems. A day after attack hit. Staff found the backup system wasn't configured properly and were unable to retrieve the data for days until the company signed an expensive contract to bring Cisco incident responders. A spokesperson for Cisco did not immediately comment. The company's IT staff had to effectively rebuild the entire network from scratch. Since the outbreak, the company has spent, quote, hundreds of thousands on new hardware, software, and recovery costs. The person said, quote, once the, pers- once the backups didn't work, they started throwing money at the problem. The person said, the ransom note asked the email attacker, asked the email attacker, the ransom note, excuse me, asked the email attacker to get the ransom note. There's no, excuse me, the ransom note asked to email the attacker, quote, to get the ransom amount. I'm trying to get the words out again. I'm sorry. <laughs> In gaming news, Sony updated its refund policy for pre-orders and faulty content purchased on the PlayStation Store to make things a little bit more linear for users. The new rules issued on Monday gives users who pre-ordered digital content the option to request a refund. According to the revised policy, if you pre-order a game more than 14 days before its release date, you have up until the date of its release to ask for a refund. If you pre-order a game fewer than 14 days before its release, you have up to two weeks after its launch to request your money back. A couple caveats in the uh, policy: you're only eligible for a refund if you haven't downloaded or streamed or streamed the game yet. The only exception is if the game is quote faulty, though Sony doesn't go into detail what that means. Also, refunds can only be credited to your PlayStation wallet balance. The new rules apply to full games, avatars, season passes, and other downloadable content. One of the world's biggest video game retailers, GameStop, announced its worst annual performance in decades, raising renewed questions about the health of the physical video game market as downloadable downloadable games continued their ascent. Net sales for GameStop were down 3% for the 52-week period, ending February 2nd. 
a slide that helped flip last year's modest $34.7 million profit to a sizable $673 million operating loss. On top of that, the company expects sales to decline at a 5 to 10% in next fiscal, next fiscal year. GameStop's massive loss is, all, is the largest ever reported by the company and only the third annual loss since it grew out of the corporate remains of Funko Land in 2000. GameStop last posted a loss in 2012 when it lost nearly $270 million thanks in part to weak holiday sales near the end of that era's console generation. GameStop uh, COO and CFO Robert Lloyd said in a earnings call, quote, we continue to see declines in pre-owned software reflecting the decline of, in sales of new physical, game, new physical games and the increasing demand for digitally offered products. GameStop stock, GameStop stock was down just over 4% in daily trading late Wednesday after plummeting 13% earlier in the day. The current $9.78 share price is the company's lowest since early 2005 and well below a 2013 peak of over $56 a share. In the wireless news this week, and again from geeknewscentral.com, Verizon announced that it officially turned turned on its 5G ultra-wideband network in select areas of Minneapolis and Chicago a week ahead of schedule. For the first time ever, customers can access a commercial 5G network with with the world's first commercially available 5G smartphone, the Moto Z3, combined with combined with 5G Moto Mod customers can customers using Verizon's 5G ultra wide wide band network in Chicago or Minneapolis could speed could see speeds of up to 1 gigabytes in those two cities consumers and businesses have a 5G network 5G network and 5G enabled smartphone Verizon's 5G ultra wide band technology uses the same uses the global standard and new device hardware to deliver the advanced capabilities to customers in real time. In Chicago, 5G coverage is concentrated in areas of the West Loop and the South Loop around landmarks like Union Station, Willis Tower, the Art Institute of Chicago, Millennium Park, and the Chicago Theater. Customers will also have 5G ultra-wideband service in the Verizon store on the Magnificent Mile and throughout the Gold Coast, Old Town, and River North. In Minneapolis, service is concentrated in the downtown area, including downtown west and downtown east, as well as inside and around, around U.S. Bank Stadium. Verizon 5G 5G ultra wideband service also available around the landmark around landmarks like the Minneapolis Convention Center, the Minneapolis Central Library, the Mill City Museum, Target Center, and First Avenue venues, the Commons areas of Elliott Park, and the Verizon Store in the Mall of America. Verizon announced plans in February to launch its 5G service in more than uh, 30 U.S. cities in 2019. And continuing with continuing with the 5G news, the Galaxy S10 5G, Samsung's premium Galaxy with 5G connectivity, is rumored to is rumored to launch May 16th, according to serial leaker Evan Bless. He posted the date in a single tweet along with VZW. The Galaxy S10 5G is one of five is one of five is one of five high end phones from Samsung's current line of flagship phones. 
In Google News this week, Google said on Tuesday it will require its contracted and temporary workforce to receive full benefits, including comprehensive health care, paid parental leave, and a $15 minimum wage, according to a internal memo provided exclusively to The Hill, and that link is posted on the, from thehill.com. The internet search giant's vice president of people operations, Eileen Naughton, said in the memo to employees that Google will require that the workers receive the benefits by 2022. And Google's announcement comes a day comes the same day that a group of nine nine hundred fifteen nine excuse me nine hundred fifteen Google workers signed on a letter to demanding equal treatment for the company's company's temporary workers and contractors known known internally as TVCs. The letter also obtained by the Hill claims that temporary workers and contractors account for fifty percent of Google's workforce, or one hundred twenty two thousand positions. Google declined to share. Google could decline to share how many of its employees are contractors and how many are full-time employees. Google will now require that the outside companies employing the workers provide them with comprehensive health care, a minimum wage of $15 per hour, 12 weeks of parental leave, and a minimum of eight days of sick leave. Google is, Google is beginning the efforts in the U.S., where there are not specific regulations around paid parental leave or comprehensive health care. Other countries in which the company operates have specific legislation around paid parental leave and other benefits. The benefits will not extend to independent independent contractors who are self-employed, but they will extend to vendors, quote-unquote, employees that work for companies that are under contract with Google. That, quote-unquote, vendors include... Uh, include those who work in Google's cafes, transportation services, and more. Google will also require 12 weeks of parental birth. Will also require 12 weeks of parental leave for birth parents, non-birth parents, and adoptive parents, according to a memo. Non writes in a memo in the memo. Excuse me. Quote: These are meaningful chains, and we're starting U.S. where comprehensive health care and paid and paid parental leave are not mandated by U.S. law. As we learn from our as we learn from our implementation here, we will identify and address areas of potential improvement in other areas of in other areas of the world. Stay tuned for more to come as we continue to work out in this area. She continued to write. Walmart customers once again will be able to voice order their groceries with Google Assistant. The they announced a partnership on Tuesday and said it will gradually roll out the feature in the next few weeks. The development comes after Walmart unceremoniously left Google Express, Google's online shopping tool, back in January, reported to develop its own Google Assistant shopping feature. Walmart shoppers will soon be able to add items to their shopping carts by saying, "Hey, G, talk to Walmart." The feature will be cross-platform, meaning customers can shop from any device that has a Google Assistant feature, ranging from smart speakers and smart speakers and displays through Android Watch or iPhone. Google Home will keep track of your preferred brands at Walmart, saving shoppers some time. Amazon announced a new round of price cuts at Whole Food grocery store starting on starting this past Wednesday, April 3rd. This batch of discounts focuses on in-season produce like greens, tomatoes, tropical fruits, and more, according to a press release from Amazon. Amazon says that Prime members, as well as nine Prime members, ex- can expect to save an average of 20% on items across several product categories. Additionally, it says that customers who additionally it says that customers who subscribe to Prime can who subscribe to Prime can expect more than 300 exclusive deals on over the coming months. 
If you're not yet an Amazon, Amazon Prime member, TechCrunch notes that new subscribers can get $10 off the purchase of at least $20 at Whole Foods after signing up. Free two-day shipping is probably the most popular Prime perk, but you also get all the other benefits, including a Prime subscriber brings at Whole Foods, including weekly deals, free grocery pickup, free grocery delivery on orders over $35 and more. In government and tech news this week, Democrat presidential candidate Elizabeth Warren wants to make sure that CEOs who preside over massive data breaches in the future don't get off so easily. On Wednesday, the Corporate Executive Accountability Act, which would impose jail time on corporate executives who, quote, negligently permit or fail to prevent a, quote, violation of law that, quote, affects the health, safety, finance, or personal data of 1% of the population of any state. A CEO can get up to a year in prison for first offense. Repeat offenders can get three years. Democrats have just made significant process in restoring net neutrality rules in the U.S. The, quote, Save the Internet Act unveiled last month has now been approved by the House Energy and Commerce Committee, which means it can now be considered by the full House of by the full House of Representatives. The bill aims to reinstate the net neutrality regulations established by the Obama administration in 2015, which prevented internet service providers from from throttling, blocking, or prioritizing, prioritizing internet content and redefined broadband services as a public utility. However, the federal communications, uh, however, the FCC repealed the protections in 2017. The act, formerly known as H.R. 1644, was introduced by U.S. U.S. Representative Mike Doyle, who said the bill compromised, quote, essential protections and noted that it would, quote, place 21st century rules for for a 21st century Internet. The House Energy and Commerce, uh, the House Energy and Commerce Committee voted 30 to 22 to approve the Save, Save the Internet Act of 2019. The legislation is to head to the floor of the House of Representatives next week. Trending this week on GNCWIR over on Google Trends at number one in the U.S., the movie Shazam with over two with over two hundred thousand searches. Over on YouTube, trending at number five with over twenty two million views, and we're going to keep in the movie theme this week, the movie Joker. And lastly, trending at number eight with the hashtag things mis things easily misunderstood. Now, when I was working on the trending block. Um, the trending block for this episode. I really didn't understand what that meant. So I have a link in the show notes uh, as an example of that hashtag. And it's, it's pretty funny. And finally, uh, this might be in the Guinness book world records over on uh, cnet.com. There is a gentleman by the name of uh, Dutch artist by name of Eric Kesslis. Um, He hasn't had an idea. He printed out 350,000 photos and piled them randomly in a giant undulating heap. Um, there is a it's in, in display um, uh, in disp- on display at San Francisco's Museum Museum of Modern Art, uh, and it's all from a single day of all these were culled from a single day of Flickr uploads. I have a link in the show notes where you can um, check it out. And if in if you're in the um, uh, if you're in the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, 
the you'll have the the, it's the photos the link and the photos are there the gallery and it's uh, on display um at the at this at the um uh, at the excuse me um at the museum of art until um august 4th and lastly in the i guess this is well this is in the guinness book of world records uh there's a gentleman by name of antonio montero who built a has a 20,130 game collection and I'll have a link up in the show notes on the hit the story there's a photo of all the video games behind him there's also a um YouTube video he's got collections from uh, Sony's PS2 PS3 um Microsoft Xbox, Xbox 360, the Nintendo Wii, Sega Dreamcast. I imagine he's got Nintendo uh, as well. So I'll have a link up in the in the show notes. You can check it out. Pretty cool. And that is the tech news for this week for Friday, March 5th, 2019. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. Get connected with GNCWIR, where I'd love to hear from everyone out there, be it your thoughts, comments, want to say hi on social media or email. Uh, again, the website to go to is at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. And if you have not already subscribed to the podcast, be on Apple Podcasts, your favorite podcast app, please do that. Please do th- please do so so you don't miss another episode of the GNC Week in Review podcast. Till next time, I will talk to you all soon. <laughs>